Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to another sub, 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 sub segment of fictional women around the world. And disclaimer on this one. I have seen this show, this show being Gargoyles, um, but it has been a hot minute since I've seen it. Yeah. Is this the WB cartoon? Yay! Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, sure. Well, <laughs> I just remember my brother really liked it, and I, there's certain things I remember very clearly, but otherwise, it's kind of a, a mess of all the, the Saturday morning cartoons I used to watch. But today... It's a bit of a shorter episode because we're going on vacation, so we're trying to get a lot of stuff done. Yes. Uh, well, we're talking about Elisa Massa from the 90s show Gargoyles. Uh, she was voiced by Sally Richardson and was this New York cop of Native American and African descent who became sort of their human liaison. She became like the person who helped the supernatural gargoyles assimilate to the modern human world. Wow, I'm just thinking about when it was out because I'll, I guess I was a teenager when this was out, mm-hmm. and I don't, I didn't watch many cartoons anyway. But it would mm-hmm. pop up on, I want to say on the WB at that point, mm-hmm. and just thinking about it then, didn't think anything of it. Moving on, cartoon. <laughs> As you describe it, I'm like, what in the hell was this thing? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a juxtaposition of like remembering it and just thinking it yeah. was normal to this moment of like what? <laughs> oh wait, Samantha, but go ahead. There, but there's go ahead. more. Yeah, I've never watched it. I just remember bypassing it. Like, yeah, obviously, Gargoyles sure. come to life, New York. Moving on, obviously. Um, but yeah, she was sort of there helping them assimilate. Mm-hmm. I actually am excited to come back and do an episode on April from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, who I feel like played a similar role yeah. um, for the, the turtles. But anyway, according to some things I read, this character was originally supposed to be a, a Hispanic woman named Chavez, but they changed her heritage 
to match the actors. Um, the physical design of the character is also based on the actor. But yeah, let's let's really break your mind even more. Quick breakdown of the plot, Samantha. Gargoyles was an animated show, but it stood out for the complexity and darkness of its storylines, often with Shakespearean elements. It was adapted to a Sega Genesis game in 1995. I had that game. They both follow supernatural nocturnal beings called gargoyles that turn to stone during the day. The particular clan of New York... Uh, based gargoyles the story follows is led by Goliath. He's their main guy. Uh, the gargoyles used to live in Scotland castles alongside humans until they were betrayed by the humans. And so then, in 1994, a rich tycoon named David Xanatos purchased Gargoyle Castle and rebuilt it in New York on top of his skyscraper above the clouds, which met the requirements for reawakening of the six of the remaining gargoyles. NYPD detective Elisa Massa befriends these gargoyles, though she's very skeptical. She's like, what is this? What is going on here? Just skeptical. (laughs) She's just skeptical. Together, they confront supernatural threats to them and the world at large and just to city life. I feel like a lot of 90s things were about this. They're like, you go to New York and... I mean, it's in New York, yes. Yeah, and you're, like, trying to save the world, but you're also trying to, like, eat some good pizza. It's a whole thing. From the intro of season two, here is a quote. One thousand years ago, superstition and the sword ruled. It was a time of darkness. It was a world of fear. It was the age of gargoyles. Stone by day, warriors by night. We were betrayed by the humans we had sworn to protect frozen in stone by a magic spell for a thousand years. Now, here in Manhattan, the spell is broken and we live again. We are defenders of the night. We are gargoyles. Good job. Yes. Thank you. I feel like Christina could probably have just played that. It wouldn't have been better, but I I wanted to read it because it's great. Um, (laughs) Maybe some creepy sound effects, Christina. Make that echo a little bit, please. Yeah, yeah. Give it some oomph. Um, (laughs) So when Elisa first met the gargoyles, she was, as I said, skeptical. Um, But she soon befriended Goliath over a shared drive to protect the innocent. She grows to care for the gargoyles and does her best to look out for them and protect them. She even spies on this rich tycoon guy, Xantos. Um, At one point, she is turned into a gargoyle temporarily herself, which allows her to go against the big bad Demona, um, all with the added benefits of her human skills. So it's like she's a gargoyle, but also she's really good at all this other stuff that they're not good at. Mm-hmm. Of course, eventually she falls in love with Goliath because, yeah. Awkward. Yes. Feelings Goliath does return, but they don't pursue them at first because they're afraid they can't have a relationship since they are different species. They eventually confess their love for each other in the finale of season two. So... Uh, This character really resonated and had a lasting impact. Um, She regularly comes up when I'm like feminist character, fictional feminist characters I should talk about. A lot of people say she was ahead of her time because this was, you know, the 90s and she was kind of the lead. Uh, Detective Ellen Yen from Batman is an homage to her. Here's a quote from A Tribe Called Geek. 
While the show does show its age in some of the ways Native cultures are portrayed, the idea that one must be modern or traditional, that Elisa's implied Hopi grandfather uses the Lakota word, using coyote and kachina a little too interchangeably, it was one of the early examples of a Native character given some real depth in a popular show. And here's a quote from What Culture. Elisa fears no evil and takes on all villains, no matter how big or small, with equal bravery and determination. If nothing else, her slapping the taste out of influential bad guys is quite the spectacular sight. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like everything I read, it sounds like she was just, it's one of those things where she was just a good character. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't, you're like, oh yeah, I, I like her. She seems strong. It didn't have all these other like, for a woman or something attached right. to it. And people really, they, the character resonated and it did really impact a lot of people, especially like when you're a kid and you're watching these cartoons. Like I said, it has been a minute since I have seen this. Um, reading about it, I was kind of like, oh, I wonder if I can find this somewhere. <laughs> it's got to be on YouTube. It's got to be somewhere. Um but yeah, I just I just wanted to bring it back. Um, and I would love, oh, I would love to hear from listeners. If you oh, have more. Oh, wow. If you have more recent experience, if you, if it really, this character really made an impact on you, any of your thoughts about Gargoyles. Oh, my God. <laughs> so oh, apparently. Wow. Okay. Well, this weekend, <laughs> I know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, but yeah, we would love we would love to hear hear from you about that. I do. I had so many cartoons when I was a kid that really stuck with me and impacted me, and I kind of want to come back. I I loved the X Men, and I've been meaning to talk about some more. Oh yeah, X people on here. Um, the segment. But yeah, please let us know. Uh, you can write to us. Our email is Stephanie and MomStuff at iHeartMedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at MomStuff Podcast or on Instagram and TikTok at Stuff I Never Told You. Uh, we have a tea public store and we have a book you can get wherever you get your books. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina, our executive producer, Maya, and our contributor, Joey. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.